Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. 
Hallelujah, Father God, just have your way on tonight. Move by your spirit, God. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. God is love. God is love. God is Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Come on, let's just worship the Lord wherever you are. Give God some praise. Magnify His name. Thank you for being our keeper, God. Thank you for being our sustainer. Hallelujah. Thank you for being our healer, God. Jala, you are enough. Hallelujah. So we come to say thank you. We come to give you glory. We come to give you honor. We come to give you praise. Hallelujah. We come to bless your holy name. We come to magnify you, God. Hallelujah. Because you our law of worthy God and we say thank you on today thank you for your grace thank you for your mercy God have your way on tonight God let a word be spoken on tonight God that will encourage us that will empower us and that will inspire us God that we will realize who you are God that we will trust you God that we will lay all our heavy burdens at your feet God Hallelujah, glory to God, that we will release everything to you, God, that we will understand that you are in control, God, that we will trust you, God, because, Jireh, you are more than enough, God. And we say thank you on tonight. Thank you, God, for your power that's working in each and every one of us, God. Hallelujah, we say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, God. 
We say thank you, God. Hallelujah. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Hallelujah. Jairo, you are more than enough. Hallelujah. We say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift your worship to God. Lift your voice to the Father on tonight. Whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, hallelujah. Just begin to release everything to the Father. Just begin to lay everything at his feet on tonight. Everything that you're worried about, everything that you're concerned about, everything that you're going through, everything that you're in need of, glory to God. Just begin to release everything to Jireh on tonight because he is more than enough, hallelujah. And he will take care of you, glory to God. Hallelujah. So we say thank you, God. Uh, we say thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. We say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, God. We say thank you, God. Hallelujah. We say thank you, God. We say thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God some praise on tonight because God is more than enough because there's none like the Father. There's none that compare to him. Hallelujah. So we just come to give him glory. We come to give him honor and we come to give him praise. Glory to God. So God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us on tonight for Thursday Night Empowerment Hour. I am your host, Prophetess Takina. Whether you're joining us on YouTube, whether are you joining us on Facebook? Glory to God. We, I hope something is said on tonight that will encourage you, empower you, and inspire you to trust God like never before. Glory to God. Because Jireh, he's more than enough. Whatever you're dealing with on today, know that God is more than enough. That he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. That he is Jehovah Nisi, our Prince of Peace. That he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God that healeth thee. So whatever you are in need of, just know that Jireh is more than enough. Glory to God. Go ahead and give him some glory. Go ahead and give him some honor. Go ahead and give him some praise. Go ahead and thank him in advance, hallelujah, for what he's going to do in your life. Go ahead and praise him for what he's already done because he is more than enough, glory to God. And he didn't bring you this far to leave you, glory to God, because he's more than enough, hallelujah. Whatever you're in need of, just know that Jireh is more than enough, glory to God. If you're sick in your body, just know that Jireh is more than enough. If you're having financial problems, just know that Jireh is more than enough. If you're having problems on the job, just know that Jireh is more than enough. If you're having problems in your financial relationships, just know that Jireh is more than enough. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just know that Jireh is more than enough. Glory to God. 
So we're continuing our study on tonight. We've been talking about this week. We've been talking about peace. We talked about go in peace and we went through uh, 1 Samuel and we talked about Hannah and Paniah and how uh, Hannah, when she prayed, the prophet Eli, after she uh, made her petition before the Lord, he told her to go in peace and the Lord remembered her. And on Wednesday, we talked about how to lose our peace, glory to God. And we talked about we can lose our peace when we focus on our problems more than our solution. When we focus on our circumstances more than our and our situations more than we focus on God. Because when we begin to focus on what we're going through and when we center all our attention around our problems and what we're dealing with, we begin to make our problems our God. We begin to magnify our problems instead of magnifying our God. And when we focus more on our problems than on God, we're saying that we don't trust God. And we have to get to the place where we trust God in everything, glory to God. That we don't magnify our problems, but we magnify our God. Because Jireh is more than enough. See, so many times we can make our problem bigger than God. When we're worrying, when we're stressed, glory to God, when we are, when we have anxiety and we get depressed, glory to God, hallelujah, we got to get to a place where we turn our worry into worship. See, so many times we spend so much time worrying, but instead of worrying, we need to turn our worry into worship, glory to God. Hallelujah. Matthew 6 and 33 tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto us. When we seek God first, glory to God. Hallelujah. We give him glory. We give him honor. We give him praise. We don't have time to worry and focus on our problems because we're focused on Jireh. We're focused on God, the one who provides the solution to our problems, the one who is our resource, the one who is our ultimate source. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, we can't focus on the problem because God is bigger than our problems. But so many times what happens is we begin to magnify our problems and magnify God. And Matthew 6 and 27, it says, and who of you, and let me say, and it says, which of you by taking thought can add any cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They do not toll, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God can clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what wherewith we shall be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. It says in 34, it says, take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought of itself. 
sufficient until the day is the evil thereof. So he's telling us not to worry, not to stress. If God takes care of the lilies of the field, if he takes care of the birds in the air, how much more will God take care of you? But so many times we lose our peace by focusing on our problems. We lose our peace by magnifying our problems more than God. And he tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto us. So whatever you're in need of, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to stress about it. You don't have to be anxious about it. Just know that God is going to take care of you. Glory to God. But so many times, instead of us releasing and giving everything to God, we focus on our problems. Some of us, we can't sleep at night. We tossing and turning at night. We worrying all throughout the day. We can't focus when we're at work because we're so consumed with our problems. We so consumed with our circumstance. We're so consumed with what we're dealing with. He say, oh, ye of little faith. God wants us to trust him. He wants us to have faith in him. He wants us to rely on him. We have to get to the place, people of God, where we totally depend and rely on God. So on tonight, we're talking about how do we keep our peace? The first thing is by seeking God first. So many times we seek after everything else but God. But the word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When we seek after God and his righteousness, we say, God, let your will be done in my life and not mine. When we seek after God, we put aside our plans and pick up his plans. When we seek after God, we seek his will for our life and not our will. See, if we're seeking after God and his righteousness, we have a desire to obey God and to follow after him. And if we're following after God and seeking God, we don't have time to be worried and stressed about what we're dealing with because we're focused on God and on the things of God. So we keep our peace by keeping our minds stayed on God. Isaiah 26 and 3, and I'm going to give you a few scriptures. The first one was Matthew 6 and 33. So write them down and go back and read them throughout the week or whenever you have time to go back and read them for yourself. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. So it says that God will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because we trust him. When we're seeking after God and his will, we get to a place that we trust God. And when we're trusting God, we don't have time to be worried. We don't have time to be stressed. We will seek, we will find perfect peace because our mind is stayed on God. When negative thoughts come into our mind, we're like, nope, mm -mm, I'm not going to entertain that. I'm going to trust God. When things are not going the way that we think we, they should go and we start having the negative self-talk and the doubt, we were like, uh-uh, mm-mm. God, I'm going to stand on God's word. I'm going to stand on God's promises. I'm going to keep my mind stayed on God so I can walk in his peace because I trust him. 
when doubt begins to come in your mind, you have to say, uh-uh, I'm not going to doubt. I'm going to trust God. No matter what it looks like, I'm going to trust God. No matter how hard it gets, I'm going to trust God. No matter how it seems, I'm going to trust God. So it says that he will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. We got to keep our mind focused on God and on the things of God. We don't have time to be focused on the things of the world because things of the world is temporal. We don't have time to be focused on what we're dealing with in our current situation and our current circumstance. Why? Because what you're dealing with right now is just temporal. This too shall pass. You're not going to be going through the same thing forever. In uh, Ecclesiastes, it tells us there's a time and a season for everything. So it's a season for whatever you're experiencing and whatever you're going through to come to an end. But sometimes what happens is when we're in the midst of our trial, hello, come on, speak to me, somebody on tonight. When we're in the middle of the test and when we're in the middle of the trial, it seems like we're dealing with this thing forever. Sometimes it feels like we're never going to come out. Sometimes it feels like nothing is never going to work. Sometimes it feels like nothing is never going to turn around. But we got to keep seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We got to keep our minds stayed on God. We got to keep walking in his perfect peace. No matter how long it takes. No matter what it seems like. Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Just because we don't see it right now doesn't mean it's not going to happen, people of God. So we got to continue to trust God. We got to continue to pray, to press, to keep moving forward until something happens. Continue to trust God till it happens. Job said all everything that Job went through he kept his mind stayed on God. With everything that Job experienced and he went, Job lost everything, his kids, his wealth, everything. And he still kept his mind stayed on God. He didn't curse God. He didn't go back on God. Even when his friends came, so friends came around and tried to accuse him of different things. And try to say that he sinned and he must have did this and he must have did that. He still trusted God. Even when his wife told him that he should give up and quit and curse God, he told her, he said, woman, you talking foolish. He still didn't go back on God. He still kept his mind on God. After everything that Job went through, he kept his mind stayed on God. And he continued to walk in God's perfect peace because he trusted God. He said, all the days of my appointed time, yet, well, I wait on you, trust you. I will wait on God. He said, I will wait on the Lord all the days of my appointed time, yet I will still wait. So you got to continue to wait on God. He said, I will wait till my change comes. You got to continue to press. You got to continue to move forward. You got to have a spirit of Job where you say, I'm going to wait until my change comes. I'm going to keep pressing forward till my change comes. I'm going to keep praying till my change comes. I'm going to keep moving forward till my change comes because I know God didn't bring me this far to leave me. I know God didn't bring me this far to let me down. I know God. 
God didn't bring me this far and to go back on his word, I'm going to wait till my change comes. You got to continue to wait. You got to continue to press. No matter what it looks like, no matter how it seems, you got to wait till your change comes. Because your change is going to come. Your situation is going to change. Your situation is going to turn around. But you got to wait on God's timing. And in the meantime, while you're waiting, you got to continue to press. You got to continue to move forward. You got to continue to stay on your face. You got to continue to seek God. You got to continue to keep your mind on God. But when we keep our mind on our problems, when we're focused on everything else, we tend to lose our peace. Just imagine if Job would have allowed what everybody else was saying to affect him. Because there's going to be many times in your life where you're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people that doubt the word of God in your life. Soon as God give you a prophetic word or show you something, glory to God. It's some people that you tell and share it with, they don't, they're not going to believe God for you. They'll start trying to speak doubt in your life. And when things begin to happen, they'll start uh, accusing you of sin. They'll start uh, thinking you're dealing with what you're going through because you've said, oh, she must have done something. Oh, she must have for, to be going through all this. Just because you're going through something doesn't mean that you've sinned. A lot of times God will allow you to go through certain things. To see if he can continue to trust you. There's no testimony without a test. God allowed Job to be tested. When Satan was going to and fro throughout the earth. And when he presented himself with the sons of men before God, God asked uh, Satan, he said, have you considered my servant Job? What you're dealing with right now, God may have said, have you considered my servant Carla? Have you considered my servant prophet Colleen? Have you considered my servant Simone? Have you considered... See, God doesn't test you to break you. Well, sometimes he allows things to be broken in your life, but he doesn't break you down and leave you in a state where you can't be put back together. When God breaks you down, it's so he can build you back up. And when you get built back up, you come back stronger. You come back more wiser. See, once you come through what you're dealing with, you're going to be stronger. You're going to be wiser. You're going to have more strength. And you're going to have more peace, glory to God. But so many times when we're in the middle of it, when we're in the thick of that thing, and we're, when, when it's, the pot's been stirred, and when we're going through a, a, a drastic test in our life, and when we feel like nobody's with us, and when we feel like sometimes we don't got nobody to talk to, and when we feel like nobody loves us, and we feel like nobody cares, and at times when we feel like God has forgotten about us, we tend to worry, we tend to doubt, and we tend to lose our peace. Why? Because we start focusing on our circumstances and our problems. Some years ago, God told me, he said, stop. He said, you constantly telling me about your problem. He said, stop speaking to me about your problem and start speaking to your problem about your God. <laughs> 
And so I had to switch that thing around. Instead of telling God about my problem, I, uh, about all my problems, I started telling my problems about my God. I started decreeing and declaring over my life. I start speaking to the mountains in my life. Mark 11 and 22 says, have faith in God. It says, verily, verily, I say unto you, if you shall speak to this mountain and command it to be removed and believe and not doubt in your heart, you can have what you say. But some of us, we don't have what we say. Why? Because we don't even believe what we're saying. Sometimes we doubt what we're saying. If we can be honest, sometimes when we pray, we doubt that it's going to happen. There's times in our life that we doubt God is going to do it. But we got to get to the place where we trust God no matter what. He says, speak to your mountain. Speak to your situation. We got to open up our mouth and speak. A lot of us, we want our prayer partner to speak. We want our pastor to speak. We want everybody else to begin to speak instead of us. But he said, you verbally, I say unto you. you I had to put my name in that scripture. I say unto Sakina, speak to this mountain and command it to be removed and cast into the sea. Whatever you're dealing with on today, you got to open up your mouth and begin to speak to that mountain. You got to say, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm above, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. But so many times we speak the wrong things out of our mouth. The power of life and death is in our tongue. And sometimes we speak stuff out of habit. We speak stuff out of tradition. Sometimes we speak stuff and we don't even know that we're speaking word curses over our life. When I was growing up, they used to say stuff like, I'm so broke, I can't pay attention. You know, we speak all these little cliches and stuff out of our life. Over our life and not realizing what we're, we're doing. We got to speak life. We say stuff like, I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. We got to stop speaking those kind of things out of our life. Instead of saying, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, even if you aren't living paycheck to paycheck. You know what? I got more than enough. All my bills are taken care of. I got more than enough, and I got more to give to somebody else. So, God, I thank you for multiplying my seed that I have, glory to God. We got to make sure we're speaking the right stuff out of our mouth. People say stuff when they're sick. I'm so sick. I, I, I feel like I'm going to die. We got to stop speaking death out of our mouth. We got to start speaking the right things out of our mouth. We got to start declaring the word of God over our situation. Glory to God. Instead of saying I'm broke, start saying I have more than enough. Say, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glories in Christ Jesus. I'm blessed going in and I'm blessed coming out. Glory to God. Everywhere my foot go, I am blessed. It is his will that I prosper and be in good health even as my soul prospers. So I'm prospering in every area of my life. I'm prospering in my finances. I'm walking in financial wealth. I have more than enough. 
I'm a lender and not a borrower. I'm a giver and not a taker. By his stripes, I'm healed. I'm walking in total healing. I'm walking in divine health over my life. My family is healed. I'm walking in restoration. We got to begin to speak the right things out of our mouth, people of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Jeremiah, God says that I know the thoughts and plans that I have that I think towards you, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. God has an expected end for each and every one of us. But we got to trust him. See, what we do, we see the beginning, and sometimes we're in the middle of the thing. And when it gets hard and when the heat is turned up and when the fire is turned up, even if when God shows us a little glimpse, even when God gives us a prophetic word, Sometimes we still tend to doubt him sometimes because of what we're dealing through. Don't allow your problem. Don't allow your current situation. Don't allow what you're dealing with to cause you to lose your peace and not trust God. Let it cause you to draw closer to God. Let it push you into his presence like never before. Let it push you into a worship. Let it push you into a praise. Let it cause you to trust God like never before. You begin to say, God, even though I don't see it, I know you're going to do it for me. But so many times what we do, we like, ah, I just don't know. God, was that really you? Is, is that what you said? We begin to doubt. And if you don't mind, share the broadcast with someone on tonight. We start saying stuff like, you know, God, was that really you? We got to trust God and stop doubting him. All God wants us to do is trust him. I mean, I have so many testimonies I can share about trusting God. Last year, uh, what was it around this time? Maybe around uh, March. Let me see if I now the uh, the beginning of April I started having card draws. So it was yeah, April was around my book signing, my second book signing. So I love my second book signing, and it was awesome. And God must have said, "Have you considered my servant Sukina?" Because as soon as I left that book signing that week, I'm leaving work one day. And my car just came to a stall. My car wouldn't go no more than five miles an hour. And it took me like two hours to get home. And so I'm like, man, you know. So I was, you know, the whole time I was on the phone with my dog, one of my daughters, and I was praying, you know, God, just let me make it home safe. Don't, you know, praying for traveling grace because, you know, a lot of people, flying by you they see you got your hazard lights on they pull up behind you blowing their horn and speeding and stuff and so i made it home safe and i said you know what i'm not going to deal with this so the next day i wasn't even worried about it i didn't even start trying to make no calls or nothing until around 12 o'clock to try to see what was going on so i called the mercedes-benz dealership and the one i called they said that uh you know that i could you know 
they can have they can come get the car, but they didn't have no loaner cars. And I'm like, God, I need a loaner car. I got to be able to get back and forth to work. And at the time, they said they weren't going to have, it was going to be a couple of months before they had one available. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, man. And so the Spirit of the Lord told me to look up another one. And so I looked up another one that was in the next city and I called them. They said, yeah, we can, we can have someone come. We'll have the tow truck come pick your car up in an hour. And not only that, we have a loaner car available. We'll send an Uber for you and you can come get the loaner car. I'm like, thank you, God. Got to trust God. And so my warranty on that car had expired. And so it was like $4,000 to get it fixed. And so I was like, God. I don't have no $4,000. So while I'm dealing with that, that week, three days later, the AC go out. I'm like, okay, God. Whew. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. I had a, a portable AC unit in the garage that I keep. I was like, so I'm so glad that I listened to the Lord and didn't take it back because I was going to take it back. So I'm so glad I listened to the Lord and kept it. I said, I'll just put this AC unit unit in the window and we'll just stay in one room few days later hot water goes out so god must have been saying hey you considered my servant joe sakina and so god blessed me with the money to get the car fixed the ac got fixed M miraculously somehow the hot water had came back on for a little while and then it went back off again and so a couple of months, like a month ago, start having, you know, I'm driving and the engine starts shaking. I'm like, what's going on? I was like, God, it is time for me a new car. And so I had got a prophetic word last year that, you know, you know, God wanted, and God told me, you know, and showed me in a dream that he was going to give me a new vehicle. And so sometimes when God give us a word, we just have to wait. But we don't like to wait sometimes, right? We don't want to wait, right? And so, so about a couple of weeks ago, I was having a little trouble with the car. The engine started shaking. I'm like, did I get some bad gas in this car or what? And so I'm like, God, it's time for me to get a new car. So I went to the car dealership last Thursday. And so I was trading the other car in. And so they said that, you know, I had negative $6,000 of equity. And so they was like, you know what? You're going to have to pay $6,000 down or you're going to need a co-signer. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do any of that. And I'm like, and so I left the dealership and I'm like, God, you told me to come and get a new car. So I don't have no $6,000 paid down on this car, but I trust you, God. You said it was going to happen. So I just trust and believe that it is going to happen. So while I'm driving home, Soon as I pull up in my driveway, I was talking to one of my cousins and the, the phone screen flashed and it said, Mercedes Benz dealership calling you. I answered the phone. She said, Miss Moore, my manager and my finance manager, they really want to work with you. They're going to give you $5,000 more on your car. If you just bring $1,000 in, you can get this brand new truck. See, I just want to encourage you and tell you what God can do. You just got to trust him. You just got to trust him because I owe $12,000 on the car. They only was going to give me $7,000, right? 
And so they were saying I was going to have to pay 6000 down, you know. But soon as I pulled up in my driveway, I prayed all the way home. The phone rung, and they said they're going to give me $7,000 more. That ain't nothing but God. We got to trust God, no matter what it looks like. I could have been driving home worried and stressed and saying, oh, Lord, I don't know what you were going to do. No, I was just driving and praying and speaking in tongues and making decorations. And look what God did. And he blessed me with a brand new vehicle, fully loaded with everything. So we have to trust God. Isaiah, again, Isaiah 26 and 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. We have to get to a place where we trust in God. See, when we trust God, we can walk in his perfect peace. Why? Because when you trust God, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're experiencing, you're going to say, God, I trust you. I'm going to stand on your word. I'm going to stand on your promises. We have to trust God like never before, no matter what we're experiencing. So I wanted to encourage you to trust God. So how do you keep your peace? First thing, you got to seek after the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then you got to keep your mind stayed on God. You got to stay focused on God and the things of God. You got to spend time in prayer, spend time in his word, just spend time worshiping God. God wants to be intimate with us. See, when you're spending time with God and spending time in his presence, you don't have time to be worried about nothing. If God takes care of the birds and the lily of the field, surely God would take care of you. What you're dealing with is nothing for God. Your situation can change like that. But God wants us to trust him. So what you're dealing with right now, God may just be saying, have you considered my servant, Mr. Napoleon? Have you considered gorgeous Stewie? Have you considered prophet Colleen? Have you considered my servant? Just because you're dealing with something, just know that when if you when you're going you're going through in order to get to where God wants you to be. The test that you're dealing with right now, the thing that you're dealing with right now, what you're experiencing right now is preparing you for where God wants you to be. It's preparing you for the next dimension. It's preparing you for the next level. But we got to trust God. We have to trust him. And God wants to make wants to know if he can trust us. Can he trust us to be faithful? Can he trust us to stand still? Can he trust us not to go back? Can he trust us not to give in? Can he trust us not to compromise? Can he trust us, glory to God, when things go wrong, not to blame him? Can God trust us on today? Can he trust us to stand? The word says, after we've done all we can to stand, guess what? To continue to stand therefore and to put on the full armor of God. We have to trust God. 
Romans 12 and 2 says, and to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that we may prove what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. The third thing is to keep when we to keep our perfect peace, we got to make sure we renew our minds. How do we remove renew our minds? By getting in God's word. Taking authority over bad thoughts and stuff in our mouth. The word tells us that we have to cast down every vain imagination and everything that exalts itself higher than God. So you got to renew your mind. Each and every one of us, everybody has bad thoughts and stuff that come to their mind. Even the holiest of the holiest, your pastor, your prophet, your apostle, your favorite preacher. Everybody has bad thoughts that come to their mind sometimes. And if anybody say they don't, they lie. You're going to have different type of thoughts and stuff that come to your mind. But you, the key is you don't entertain them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't entertain those thoughts. When that stuff comes to your mind, you say, uh-uh. You got to rebuke that stuff and say, you know what? I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on God. And you got to make sure you're putting the right stuff in your spirit. Because if sometimes if you're listening to the wrong kind of stuff, <laughs> if you're listening to the wrong kind of stuff, and even sometimes some movies and stuff you're watching, your eyes and your ears are gates. Where things get into your spirit. That's why it's so important to make sure you watch what you listen to and what you uh, uh, to pay attention to what you watching and what you listen to because they're your ear gates. Because you could be listening to something, different kind of songs. Just let's say you single and you listening to a bunch of love songs all the time. A bunch of songs about love and sex and stuff, right? On that lonely Friday night, on that lonely Thursday night, that lonely Saturday night, guess what? All these thoughts are going to start coming in your head all of a sudden. Why? Because of what you're putting in your spirit. But when you get that stuff, when it comes in your mind, you got to don't entertain it. So when Johnny call you, and so what you doing? You nothing. When Susie texts you and say, what you up to? I ain't doing nothing. And when they want to come over and ask you, can you come over? You're like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Because I don't want to get myself in a situation where I know I might end up doing something that I don't need to be doing. So we got to Cast down those thoughts. Don't entertain them. Somebody make you mad? Driving down the road for some of us people that like to drive fast and some of us road ragers. When them thoughts come into your mind, instead of uh, somebody cut you off, instead of yelling and cussing them out and flicking them off, just say, you know what? Instead of flicking them off, just say, you know, God bless you. But you got to take authority over them different thoughts. When the devil comes to your mind, or even it ain't even the devil all the time. It's your negative self-talk. When the negative self-talk come in your head, you got to take authority over that stuff and start speaking positive things over your life. When them thoughts come, say, I ain't, I ain't going to be able to make it. I can't do this and I can't do that. 
Stop, stop, stop saying I can't. Start saying I can. I will. I must. Take can't out of your vocabulary and start saying I can, I will, and I must. I can. I will. I must. I can do this. I will do this. I must do this. I won't stop. I won't quit. When you feel like giving up, when you feel like throwing in the towel, say, I won't stop. I won't quit. I won't back down. I'm not going to start over again. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So when those thoughts come into your head, you got to counteract those bad thoughts with good thoughts, with positive ones. Listen to you some positive music or listen or uh, read you a positive book. Get into your Bible. Start saying some self, some positive self affirmations. Start speaking life over yourself so you can keep your peace. Keep your mind stayed on God. See, when we receive God's peace, God's peace gives us confidence and assurance that he will bring us through any circumstance. We have no fear when we walk in God's peace. We don't have to fear the unknown. We don't have to fear what, what's going to happen, what might happen. Why? Because we're walking in God's peace. God's peace is not found in our thinking or our emotions. It's found in keeping our minds stayed on him and trusting in him. So I wanted to encourage a few people on today to know that God is in control. See, when you keep your mind stayed on God and when you receive his perfect peace, you realize that he is in control, that he is Jehovah Raha, that he is our shepherd and that he takes care of his sheep. God will take care of you, but you got to continue to trust him. You got to continue to seek after him. We seek after everything else. We spend time with everything else. I know. I used to be one that loved to watch series. I can watch a Netflix series in a whole day. But instead of spending all that money, spending all that time watching a Netflix series, start spending some of that time in the Word. Start spending some of that time in prayer. If you haven't been praying like you should, just start over. If you ain't been praying at all, start praying five minutes a day. Then, then that five minutes will go to 10. Then it'll go to 15. Then it'll go to 20. If you're falling off in any area, just pick back up and start again. Glory to God. If you haven't been reading the word, start back reading a chapter. Or sometimes if you struggle with the word, and if you don't have a, a, a study Bible or something, download the Bible app on your phone. You can get all a whole lot of different versions of the Bible on the Bible app on your phone. And not only that, 
if you have the Bible app, the one, the Holy Bible app. Oh, sorry. The one that's brown. I'm getting a little sleep. I've been up since about four this morning. But if you had the, the one that's brown, you can listen to the Bible. Sometimes when I... uh. When I'm doing some other stuff, when I'm, I, I, you know, in this day and age, sometimes we got to multitask. So sometimes I'll be doing other stuff, like if I need to clean up or wash or something, I'll listen to the Bible. So you can listen to it and you can keep rewinding and be like, what did they say? And keep rewinding it until you get it. Even at night at times, I'll listen to the Bible. Because sometime at night, my eyes get tired. And instead of me reading, I'll just lay there and listen. And it gets in my spirit. And then when I go back and read the next day, it's like jumping off on the pages. So let's get to the point where we're really keeping our mind stayed on God. So we can receive his perfect peace by getting in his presence, reading his word. All you got to do is start. If you haven't been doing it, just ask God to forgive you. And ask God to help you. God will help you. He is our help. And just start. Start somewhere. All of us have uh, been to a place where we started and stopped. Even your pastor, your apostle, there's times in their life they started and stopped. Cause it's plenty of times in my life I started to stop, started to stop, started to stop. But you got to keep going. Keep keep pushing and keep going. And once you do it, you'll develop a habit and then you'll be consistent at it. And then you'll start longing for it. Then you'll start wanting to spend more time in God's presence. Then you'll start wanting to spend more time reading the Bible. Then you'll start wanting to spend more time. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and get ready to pray. And I hope something was said. That helped you on today. So if something said that helped you, share the broadcast with someone. Like, comment. Glory to God. Colleagues say, I believe you all up in Tennessee. You must be talking about that road rage. <laughs> Amen. So Father God, we just say thank you on tonight. We thank you for this empowerment hour, God, where we have come, God, to spend time in your word, God. We thank you, God, for helping us and showing us how to keep our peace by seeking you, God, by spending time in your word, by spending time in prayer, by keeping our minds stayed on you, God. So I lift up each and every person that's on this broadcast, whether they're on YouTube or they're on Facebook, and even those that will go back and watch the replay, God, that you will help them and that you will keep them, God, that you will keep them in perfect peace and that you will help them keep their minds stayed on you, God, that they will trust you, God. Give us a thirst and hunger for your word, to be in your presence, to spend time with you in prayer like never before, that we will seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and that we will allow all things to be added to us, God, that we won't be concerned about our problems and what we're dealing with in our situations, God, but we will trust you in every area of our life because we receive in your peace because our mind is stayed on you, God. And Father God, I just say thank you, God. Hallelujah. Those who have been struggling in their prayer life, God, 
Ah, oh, God, help them, God. The ones that's been struggling with the word, God, hallelujah, help them, God, spend time in your word, God. Teach us how to pray, God, the ones that's been struggling. Someone said, I don't know how to pray, God. Uh, the, Jesus gives us the example prayer, glory to God. And prayer is just communication with God, just talking with God. You talk with God and you listen. You allow him to speak back to you. So, God, I just say thank you on today because you're so worthy. Jireh, you are more than enough. So I give you glory, I give you honor, and I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless everybody. Thank you for joining us on tonight. If you have any prayer requests, you can inbox me your prayer requests or you can go on the website and you can email me your, uh, go to contact us and send us your um, prayer requests that way and just know that we will be praying for you. Well, God bless everyone. If you desire to sow a seed, go to the website. If you want to partner with us and help us feed the homeless on the third Saturday each month, you can sow a seed of $5, $10, dollars $15, $20, uh, $2, whatever. Every little bit counts to, um, when we go out and feed the homeless. And they are, they, you, you know, it's so many homeless people downtown and they really really be thankful and we want to continue to do this we've been doing it for six months now it is a blessing we enjoy doing it i mean i look forward to going out and feed the homeless every third saturday and uh whenever god permits you know hopefully we'll be able to do it maybe twice a month in the near future amen well god bless you guys thank you so much for joining uh us on tonight for empowerment hour bible study i love y'all in jesus name and guess what there's nothing you can do about it be blessed